Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. So what happens when you finally reach your goals and you finally get healthy or you're on your way to your goals and you are finally seeing progress, but yet you look in the mirror and you don't see that progress? This happens often because many people are constantly feeling unhappy or insecure about their physical appearance, and we all do at some point in our lives. However, some individuals become obsessed and excessively worried about even the smallest or often exaggerated flaws in their physical appearance. Um, this, This condition is actually known as body dysmorphic disorder, or BDD, um, and it's tossed around as body dysmorphia. We hear it all the time. But people that have uh, severe BDD um, engage in compulsive actions, Um, and, and these actions oftentimes are overly excessive, like I said, over-exercising, trying to cope with stress that they feel about their physical image. Um, Severe body dysmorphia um, also differs from individual to individual because it depends on their level of self-esteem and if they are anxious or even depressed about how they look. Um, However, in extreme cases, many people also experience this social phobia where they're actually afraid to go out and be seen because they have this this image of themselves that is not what it truly is. Um, Well, what I'm gonna talk about today is a form of body dysmorphia. It's actually an image issue of of yourself and how you perceive yourself. And it occurs commonly after weight loss or after a substantial physical change in one's body. Um, Very, very commonly when someone loses weight, they have a difficult time seeing themselves in their new body. Um, This can take form in a multitude of different levels from mild too severe. And um, having worked with many, many people that have gone through this extreme transition, I can tell you that some people actually need coaching from me to to learn how to understand and embrace their new body and, and how they truly look. Um, many people have a hard time accepting the change. Um, and I've had people say, you know, I still feel like I'm this enormous person who takes up all this space and it's hard for me to understand that I'm not anymore. So while many people are thrilled, of course, that they've lost weight, um, many also uh, are not completely satisfied with their end result. And this is also a problem that occurs. So not only do we have people that don't see themselves um, and, and see their progress, but then there are also a group of people that are perceiving themselves as not being 
um, at their best when really they have done a tremendous job. Um, and this is where self-praise needs to come in. This is where we need to step and look at all of our hard work and see what we've done because oftentimes we compare and, and it's normal to compare uh, ourselves to other members of society, but um, it is also a, a very slippery slope to get into. So body image experts say that it is not uncommon for people, especially women who've lost a lot of weight to be disappointed to some extent uh, and, and discover that they are not perfect. So when we lose weight, um, and we our weight is, is where we want it to be, both men and women uh, might experience sagging skin, uh, cellulite, or maybe a body shape that they still consider undesirable. Um, and many of these people still continue to see themselves as being overweight. So, so this here is considered a huge blind spot. Um, and some specialists actually have named this um, phantom fat. Um, and so this, this word phantom fat basically refers to uh, this unacceptable feeling of still thinking that you are overweight even when the weight loss is gone. So people who were formerly overweight often carry around this internal image or perception of them still being overweight. Um, and it is it is something that is common and it causes internal pain and it's almost something that that is is aggravating to them to the point where they do need to focus on this and get and get help. Um, people who were formerly overweight that carry this image um, oftentimes look at themselves and cannot see all of the positive things that they've done. Instead, they focus on that sagging skin and they might look at a supermodel or an Instagram queen and think, well, why don't my abs look like that? So instead of doing that, um, if you are somebody that's experiencing this, you need to look at and commend yourself for all of the hard work that you have done. So um, another contributing factor for, for this is yo-yo uh, dieters um, who have gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, um, have this, this fear for the other shoe to drop, per se. And what their mind is constantly thinking is, I am going to gain this weight back because they're just so used to that. And so they don't allow their, themselves to accept the fact that they look the way they do. And they have this, this image of themselves gaining it back, and they are not likely to embrace their new image um, because they're still focused on being overweight. So although someone may have lost 50 pounds, um, they might still be very, very weight conscious, um, and even more so weight conscious than they were when they weighed 200 pounds. So, so oftentimes when someone goes through a weight loss transformation, um, you might notice and you might be somebody too that that pays a lot more attention to your body now um, than you did before you lost the weight. Um, and because of this, um, we, you know, we fall into this body obsessed mindset where we nitpick at every little thing that is not perfect. And we do live in a body obsessed culture. And um, many women and, and increasingly men as well, 
have very high expectations of, of what our body should look like. Um, instead of praising ourselves for hitting that goal and looking the way we do, um, instead, people are upset that they don't look like the swimsuit model uh, in a magazine and are disappointed um, in what they do see. So again, this is a mindset. And, and this is where our minds get stuck on the fact that we're not perfect um, and that there's no gray area in between. So not only do people have a fear of getting this weight back, but they strive for perfection. And some things just can't be um, made to be perfect in one's eyes. Um, for example, age. Um, if you are somebody that lost weight a little later in life, um, your skin is not going to snap back overnight. Um, it will increasingly get tighter. But time and time again, I'm always shown pictures of, of people's bellies. They'll send me pictures and say, I've been working out for three months and, and look at this skin. Well, again, three months seems like a long time. It seems like an eternity if it's you that's doing these you know, workouts every single day. But you have to think of the big picture and think that this is not going to happen overnight. Um, skin... Um, is very elastic and it will snap back to a certain extent. But uh, somebody that's lost 50 to 100 pounds or more, um, their skin is not going to just bounce right back um, as quickly as it would if they were either younger or um, uh, lost weight at, at a different time period in their life. And, and the other thing that I always stress is people don't give our bodies, we don't give our bodies enough time. Um, you know, we're always in this big rush for perfection, and it will happen. It's like planting a tree. Um, you know, you, you can plant a seed, and you can watch it grow. Um, you, you need to nourish it, and you need to pamper it. And uh, unfortunately, we don't take the time to stop and think that the supermodels that we are looking at and comparing ourselves to um, might have a different background. Uh, they might not have gone through extreme weight loss, um, and they might have a sports background. They might have been athletic their whole life. So another huge, huge, huge contributing factor to this is people compare themselves to others. And, and this is one that I'd like to touch base on a little bit before before I continue on. Um, comparing yourselves to others, I say this right in my book, um, we are all crayons, um, but we are different colors. We have different names and we do different things. So comparing yourself to someone else um, is really, in a sense, shooting yourself in the foot because you don't know what somebody else has gone through as far as their regimen. You don't know what type of eating they have. You don't know what type of exercise regimen they have. And you also don't know what they're going to look like in two months from now. So when you look at somebody and you think, wow, they look great, um, you don't know the entire picture. So what are some common symptoms of having body uh, image issues? Um, well, if you are finding yourself obsessively thinking about the defects uh, that you have, um, whether they're perceived or real, um, if you have obsessive and compulsive behaviors related to these 
appearance defects such as constantly trying to cover up a mole even or a wrinkle. Um, it, it is an obsessive thinking that you have. Um, major depressive disorder symptoms, if you find yourself getting sad when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see. Um, delusional thoughts or beliefs um, on your perceived appearance. And if you find yourself isolating uh, yourself from social get-togethers, these are things that are usually red flags that you need to take a little bit of time and uh, nurture your mind, nurture your mind so that you can create a more positive body image. So how can we do that? How can we flip our mind when we look in the mirror and we don't see what we want to see? Well, being the big mindset person that I am, uh, just like exercise and just like uh, weight loss, uh, 50% of it all comes from your mind. And so you have to have this critical inner voice within you um, that is constantly speaking to you and telling you what a great job you've done and how great you look. So this, this inner voice can grow louder and louder and even more powerful only if you allow it. Um, however, on the same token, the unchecked inner voice that can grow louder and more powerful, that can contribute to anxiety and low self-esteem, can also lead you to isolate yourself and others just by pointing out your flaws. So I'm going to talk about what you can do if you are finding yourself not loving what you see in the mirror, whether you've lost weight or not. Um, and if you're just joining us, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHIULP. And I am talking about how you can like what you see in the mirror when you are picking out all of those flaws. So negative body images. First things first, mirror work. Um, I know you look in the mirror every day, and this could be a very negative experience for many of us. Um, and, and this is where that inner monologue comes in. You have to not listen to those words. Um, the bottom line is when you catch yourself being harsh um, on yourself, especially if it has to do with weight loss, you have to stop and have a little self-talk with yourself. Um, if, if you're harping on yourself because you have extra skin or your body is not perfect, stop for a minute and compare your old self to your new self and be grateful for all of the hard work that you've done. Um, coming from somebody that has helped hundreds of people lose weight and have helped hundreds more who have gained weight and then lost it and then gained it and then lost it, um, I will tell you that uh, we don't appreciate what we have. And uh, many times I've had people say, gosh, I remember that picture that I thought I looked heavy in. Wow, I'd give anything to look that great right now. So it's the same thing. You want to look at yourself in the mirror and um, instead of being hard on yourself, compare that image to what you used to look like and know that everyone struggles with this body image thing from time to time. Um, regardless your actual age or shape, um, the odds are that, that there is going to be something about you 
um, that bothers you and that you don't like. And so the self-talk is a great way to start improving um, your mindset and improving things that you do like about you. Um, the next thing is recognize that you are your worst enemy. Um, I, I, I oftentimes have to point this out to people when people send me pictures of, um, again, their their stomachs or their thighs and they want to know what they could do to get rid of um, certain spots when they've already done a tremendous job, not only with their physical appearance, but with their inner self. And they've lost weight and they've made healthier choices and extended their lifeline. Um, you have to stop and think. Um, we are our worst enemies. And, and oftentimes, all we do is bring up all of the negative things um, that we've done. So you need to forgive yourself. So uh, body image can be a very slippery slope for many people. And if you make a mistake uh, with diet or exercise, um, you need to encumber that and, and realize that it's the big picture that matters. And so the reason I brought this up is oftentimes um, if we do fall off track and we do fall off the diet for a week or maybe don't get to the gym or exercise as much as we should, um, we have this perceived notion of, of what we look like. You're not going to lose progress that fast. Um, so if you missed a workout and you look in the mirror and you don't see what you saw the day before, that's where you have to stop and realize that you are your worst enemy and that uh, the one workout you missed did not do that much damage. Um, and so we do that often and, and many, many times. Um, thirdly, build a solid foundation. Um, this is going to sound really simple, but one of the best ways to feel good about you is to take care of you. And, and I know that if you are listening, you must be healthy because you're listening to a healthy um, radio show and, and you strive for a healthier lifestyle. But if you are pampering your body and you are dieting or you are wanting to eat healthier and you're exercising, these are all things that are positive. And whether or not you see it, um, the body is going to be a healthier place. And pampering your body um, doesn't only mean diet and exercise. Sometimes getting away and getting a massage, um, a manicure, or just resting, meditating could be the ticket that you need. Um, fourth, be mindful about the media. Um, and this one is, is huge because we are bombarded with media and images of, of the bodies that we, of course, strive for that we might not ever get. Um, even if you are rational, you might look at uh, some of these photos and think, I, I, I want to look that way and, and I'm mad at myself that I don't. But you have to step back and think, first off, um, a lot of these superstars, this is what they do for a living, and they are on the limelight. They might be photoshopped, um, and they are not living your lifestyle. Like I said, don't compare yourself to others, um, and be very mindful about what is real and what is realistic for you. Um, there are a, a lot of different um, psychological factors that can occur when we start overdoing the diet 
and the exercise. Um, and, and I know that we've talked about eating disorders, and those are certainly not anything, um, you know, to go, go about lightly. But there are actually um, two disorders that I want to talk about today. Um, one of them is called bigorexia, and it's actually known as a muscle dysmorphia. Um, this is a health condition that occurs very commonly amongst men. Um, it's actually the opposite of anorexia, um, although it shares some of the same symptoms and same disorders. Um, it is a dysmorphic disorder. And somebody that has bigorexia um, is over-exercising themselves at the gym. Um, they are working out compulsively, and they do not see that they have gained muscle, but they have. So it is the opposite of somebody that sees themselves as being heavy when they're not. Um, this leads to depression. Um, it, it leads to irritability. And it also leads to panic attacks in men. Um, this is not something that is talked about a whole lot, um, but it, it does commonly happen. And a lot of men experience this because they want to build larger muscles. And these muscles are being built based on what they see in the media. Um, it's, a, it's a dangerous and slippery slope. And again, you can only do what your body is going to produce and what your body is going to do. Um, guys, if you want to build a muscular frame, um, plant that seed and keep on working out. Uh, the years and years and years will get you to your goals. Um, another uh, uh, dysmorphic and, and issue is uh, orthorexia. And orthorexia is actually another uh, eating disorder, but it is uh, involves a healthy obsession with healthy eating. And so unlike other eating disorders, orthorexia mostly revolves around food quality and not quantity. And in today's world, with all of these healthy food options and, and all of the buzzwords that you hear me talking about all the time, people get warped into this and they get overstimulated by only eating foods that they perceive as being extremely healthy. Um, people that have orthorexia have uh, worries of only eating um, the highest quality of food sources. Um, they avoid going out to eat. Um, they fear sicknesses because they don't know how clean the food is. Um, they bury themselves in food research and they refuse to eat out broad, broad ranges of foods because they are afraid that they don't know exactly what the foods are made of. So these all things are fears of losing control. So the bottom line is, if you find yourself in this vicious cycle of worrying about what you look like, worrying about what you're eating, worrying that you're not muscular enough, worrying that your skin is never going to go away, um, you are in that vicious cycle. Um, and your preoccupation with food exercise and your body image um, is going to cause you a lot of guilt and it's going to restrict things um, in your life. So the bottom line is we need to honor who we are. 
you do not need to have a perfect relationship with food. Uh, and you certainly don't need to have a perfect relationship with your body. No one does. It's okay to be honest about the fact that you struggle a little bit with the way you look. Um, we do that even as toddlers. Um, it is okay to acknowledge your insecurities and also acknowledge your frustrations and your fears. It's okay to have a bad day. Um, and instead of making perfection your goal, you need to think about all of your hard work and your efforts. Um, and if you could put all of this energy into this and, and moving forward into improving your relationship, not only with you, but with the way you think you look, um, you will be more successful um, and more confident, not only um, in your exercise program, but in your entire regimen. The frustration won't take place. And even though the rough times might come through with skipping a couple workouts and, and having a couple bad meals, you will inevitably run into them and still get through them. You will be a lot more successful when you are fully confident with yourself 100% of the time. Most of all, you need to give your body time and it needs to be proud of the physical changes that you've allowed it to go through and it's been so privileged to have gone through because you have made yourself a healthier person. Enjoy your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you do. It's all about where you